you know, has has anyone ever jumped into the lake at the end of the night? Like, what, what, who does that? You know, we just had the most incredible team of people that were so willing to just make every moment magical and special and make sure it was on film. If you are all about weddings, want to know how to make a wedding amazing, or just love wedding stories, then this is the podcast for you. My name is April Kelly, and on this show, we chat with couples, and they share stories about how they met, what the proposal was like, how they planned their wedding, and how it went. We also talk with professionals who have been to thousands of weddings, sharing their successes and challenges and amazing advice to help you elevate your own wedding and fill you with so many ideas that you can take and make your own. What is it that will make your wedding special? How can you be helpful for someone else's wedding? Or come here for the funny stories and nightmares that people have lived through during wedding plans. My name is April Kelly, and this is Wedding Amazing. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to start this podcast off with this guest, Julia Price. We're going to talk about Julia and Michael's wedding and why they ended up jumping in the lake at their reception. This is an amazing story. I'm excited to bring it to you. Hi, Julia. How are you today? Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm doing fantastic, April. I'm so glad to talk to you about this. I know when I saw you at your wedding, Right when I left the building, I had in my mind, I have to talk to you about this wedding and hear all the details and how this came together, because it was amazing. You and Michael were amazing. It was just all around amazing. So let's start with how did you meet? So we are one of the online success stories. And I always had a uh, online dating strategy while I was online dating, and I would always invite the guy for ice cream. Um, I had three reasons for that. One was because if you don't like ice cream, like that's a red flag and it's just not going to work out. <laughs> um, number two was because I always thought it was nice if a, if, an, if a gentleman offered to pay for the first date. So I tried to be considerate and pick something on the cheaper side so they Love weren't it. footing the bill for dinner and drinks on top of their match subscription. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the third reason was because if it wasn't going well, ice cream melts and you're done in like 20 minutes and then you can move <laughs> on with your day. So, um, so you know, as, as an ice cream lover, I figured that was, that was a pretty good strategy. And um, Michael and I met in Ocean Grove, New Jersey for the first time on our first date at a little ice cream shop called Nagel's Ice Cream. And, um, yeah, about seven hours later, our date wow. ended. <laughs> so, yeah, ice cream turned into, you know, drinks and live music, to a walk on the beach, to dinner, and we, you know, ended up spending the whole uh, evening together. So, Did you know right away? No, 100% not. <laughs> really? Yeah, um, Michael and I actually spent um, about six months just as friends. He was kind of getting acclimated to New Jersey since he had just moved there and started a new job. Um, and so we just kind of spent time as friends getting to know each other before about six months in, we decided we should probably call it what it was. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love that. There was some patience there and really made sense and it sure worked out. It definitely so, did. How long after you met did the proposal come and were you surprised? How did it go down? We had been dating for, I think, a little over two years. Um, we had already moved in together up in North Jersey, so we'd been living together for maybe 10 months or so. Um, when we were actually 
back down in South Jersey visiting my parents and Mike kind of suggested that we go for ice cream at the place where we had met at that first date. We, we had gone back a couple times since we met there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, kind of had an inkling, but not really. And it wasn't really until we were there having breakfast and afterward walking toward down toward the beach that it kind of really hit me like, oh my God, this is actually happening. <laughs> um, kind of just because like Mike is just the most calm, cool and collected guy that you've ever met. And it was like the first time I'd ever seen him even remotely close to nervous. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> so something must be going on here. Um, something was up. Yeah, I mean, he is just so even keel all the time. Um, so yeah, I, I I was definitely surprised. Um, but as we were on our way down to the beach, I started to think, you know, maybe this is it. Um, you know, he he was smart though. He had actively kind of like psyched me out a few times before, like made me think he was going to, and then not. Mm. So I could never be totally sure <laughs> if it was actually <laughs> actually gonna happen. Wow. Yeah. So then he proposed on the beach. Yeah, so we we um, had breakfast at the same place where we had had our first date at Nagel's, and then um, we took a little walk down to a pier that goes out over the ocean, and he just started talking about one one of the themes in our relationship, which is having all these different firsts together. So on our first date, we you know saw live music for the first time together and did all these things, and since then, throughout our relationship, um, you know, I went to my first, you know, concert at whatever venue with him and we he went surfing for the first time with me and so we've had all these firsts together. Oh, so he cute. started kind of just recounting all the firsts that we had had on our first date and then asked me if I would want to have all the rest of my firsts with him too. Aww. And yeah, it was really really Aww. sweet. And so um sweet. being the, you know, ever goofball that I am I was like of course I do and all my lasts and he was like oh why didn't I think of that <laughs> um, but then then he did get down on one knee and, and he asked uh, will you marry me and I said of course oh I love it yeah. I love it but you know proposals never get old they're just, they're just so magical Gosh, they are and they're also so perfect for that couple you know yeah they're yeah. also different, but it's it's always just right for those people. And the engagement pictures were amazing. There's you and Michael in the ocean, fully clothed. So how did that come about? All of these water things are always Michael's idea. Always. <laughs> okay, he's the one to blame. Yes. Um, so we did an engagement photo shoot um, so back up, after, a month after we got engaged, we moved from New Jersey to Indiana f- to start grad school programs. So while we were out there, um, we started to plan the wedding and looking up vendors, and we found our amazing photographer. So one of the times we were home in New Jersey, we did an engagement session with her. And, you know, we, we had brought a couple outfits, and we did the session back at Nagel's because it was our first date and our engagement, and we figured our proposal and we figured it's a great place to do the photo shoot um and Mike kind of like it was our first time meeting her and Mike was like oh we'll do some here and some there you know maybe at the end we'll get in the ocean and she was like oh did you bring your swimming suits and I was like no no we did not and just kind of looked at him like 
what are you talking about, buddy? And he was like, well, you know, we'll, we'll see at the end. And I was like, yeah, I'm wearing like a cocktail dress. Not going to happen. <laughs> so, um, but lo and behold, um, you know, we, we could tell Lisa was kind of excited about the idea without trying to push us. But mm-hmm. you could tell like the, the, her face lit up like, would you really do that? And so at the end, I was like, ah, why the heck not? It's just a dress. So we ended up in the ocean um, fully clothed. And um, Lisa just got some incredible shots from that. So I was really really glad that we did it. So captivating those pictures are because the water's just hitting you. And you guys are all dressed nice. So I was like, what is that? How did that come about? And that comes well, about from Mike. Yeah. Okay. So we'll definitely get to the other part of the story, which yeah. I still talk about to this day, but we'll keep everybody hanging on that. So, yeah. okay. So that the engagement p- picture is amazing and the wedding plans. So how did you pull all of these amazing details together? A plus great job. So tell me about Thank the you. wedding plans. So wedding planning was definitely an adventure. Um, one thing we had going in our favor was that we had close to a two and a half year engagement Mm -hmm. so that helped big time especially when we were planning a New Jersey wedding while living in Indiana so having having time on our side was huge Um, we pretty much in the first year of our engagement um, we looked at venues Um, we actually did a couple rounds looking at venues because whenever we would go home to New Jersey we would mm-hmm. just try to fit in a few. And we actually, um, we had kind of a hard time finding one that just like spoke to both of us that we both felt really comfortable in and was our vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. We came, yeah, we came really close to signing at a different venue. And in the, in the last minute, my dad was like, you know, I just, I want to make sure it's something you really love and that you're not just settling for something because you feel like you don't have time to come back again and look. And I was like, you're right. You're right. I'm just, okay, well, wait. So, you know, my dad knows me well. Yeah, that really did serve you well because the club was amazing where you had Oh my gosh. It suited you. I mean the layout Incredible. suited you, the decor, the whole vibe of the building. And when Mike Mike and I went to visit it like on a whim, it was the only venue we saw because we happened to be back east for another like another wedding or something. Um and like my grandma's birthday party, I don't even know. Um, yeah, so we went on a whim just to, can you fit us in this morning? And the owner, Perry, came and met us like before they opened just so we could still get down to South Jersey in time for the event we had to be to. He was so accommodating. And Mike and I both knew like the second we walked in that that was it. It yeah. spoke to both of us. We, we didn't even have to talk to each other. We just Aww. like looked at each other and wrote a deposit. <laughs> we were like, this is oh, it. We know. Yeah. Um, And my my mom and sister had actually gone previously for us to kind of scout it out because they've Mm -hmm. they've got a pretty good gauge to know, like, you know, this is definitely not for you. Don't even bother because we had such limited time when we were uh, back east. So how did you pick all your professionals that you had at your wedding? How did you do that from being far away? What resource did you pick? Friends, referrals? What was it? Yeah, it was it was definitely a combination. So um, our videographer, um, I, I knew I wanted my videographer before I even met Mike. So that was oh, wow. that was a given. He's, um, he's a, a friend of a friend who has been doing this for years and years and um, has been at several weddings that I've attended and I've seen his work over and over again. And just every single time it makes me cry. So mm. I had to have him so that was that was a given and that one was just through referrals and very easy 
Um, the rest of it was a little like a combination of referrals from the venue. They, they had vetted a lot of vendors and um, were really, really great at providing lists and contact information and websites and portfolios. And then we kind of just compiled a list of like bands, for example, on our own based on our research through the venue and through friends and then contacted each band to understand price points and all of that and then we actually would send my parents out on date night to showcases <laughs> so <laughs> I believe it or not my dad would sit at these showcases with his cell phone skyping me and amazing. he would uh, yeah they were so amazing through this whole process so they would sit and my mom and, or my mom and my sister would go and they'd skype me through through the showcase and I'd kind of at that point I was actually living in Texas uh, doing an internship, so I was all over the place. So the fact that they were back back east and able to do all this was so helpful. Um, So based on like a combination of their opinions and um, what we were able to gauge through Skype, we we were able to pick the most incredible wedding band that I've ever heard play anywhere. Uh, (laughs) You guys were amazing. (laughs) Thank Um, you. And then for other vendors, um, the photographer, I just kind of. I started with the um, the venues recommendations and would look mm-hmm. up their portfolios and look at the ones that were kind of the the vibe and the artistic feel that that resonated with us and yeah and then it was the same process contacting them understanding what their process was what their packages included blah 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 um, and then we 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 had spreadsheet upon spreadsheet <laughs> I'm sure you did it's yeah. a- Big job to who are you waiting to hear back from? What exactly. information do you already have, and to and to keep it straight between Mike and I. Because if I had reached out to you know all the photographers, but he had reached out to all the bands or whatever it was, we had to have it in one place so that we could both access it and refer to it and compare. And um, right. So yeah. So the the Google Suite with Google Drive was definitely our friend because. Uh, that summer, I was living in Texas and he was living in Columbus, so we had to keep it all straight somehow. <laughs> oh wow! But that must have been a nice bonding experience it too was. to add to it and grow yeah. that. Because and that's really why that wedding had your personality because you both were very involved. It wasn't yes. just the bride and the groom showed up that day. No, Michael uh, he was, was very involved. Really, really involved. I love that. I mean, just using all the resources that you did from being so far away and having a wedding out of state yeah. is amazing. And we did it with no wedding planner either. So we really had to make sure we we were organized and had our, our systems in place. Yeah. And that's really everything. As long as you have some kind of checklist and a game plan, yeah, it can be done without a wedding planner. It's just a matter of having yourself organized, check off the list, make sure you have everything, and also doing it in a timely manner and making sure at the six-month point you're you're not overloaded with things that you should have done at a year mark. Exactly. You know, the planning is everything. Um, so the wedding was amazing. I was there. This is a wedding I won't ever forget. <laughs> uh, let's talk about at the end of the wedding, Julia and Michael jumped into the lake that was in the back of the catering facility. And the way that they did that was they had the band make an announcement to go outside. Uh, everybody was on the deck, the upper deck, the balcony, the lower uh, area. And there was also, was it a fire pit? You had s'mores or something going yeah. on down there? Yeah, yeah. There was everything going on at this wedding. <laughs> There's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, it was like wherever you went, there was something to a... do, to intake, yeah. to love. I mean, and, and also everywhere you turned was a 
part of your personality, which is great. So they go out. You changed into another white dress. Still looked amazing. The hair. He changed as well. And they jumped off of the dock right into the lake. And they took pictures. And these pictures came out amazing. I, I looked at the pictures I showed my mom. I'm like, can you believe this? Yeah. I mean, this was just spectacular. So, so this just speaks to how amazing our team was because we had the Mater D from Rock Island Lake Club in a rowboat with our photographer and our videographer <laughs> rowing them out onto the lake so that they could capture us jumping off from the front angle. Like, what, what, who does that? You know, we just had the most incredible team of people that were so willing to just make every moment magical and special and make sure it was on film. So, yeah. And the picture came out great. It was amazing. Spot on, just a perfect shot at the perfect moment. So, how did the, I guess this is Michael's fault why you ended up. Also, Michael's fault. Yes. Okay. So, how did he talk you into that? That's a big deal to jump Uh, into a lake at the end of the After you've just paid for your hair and makeup up and yeah it's a big (laughs) deal so oh it's so funny you ask so we had had our final appointment at Rock Island Lake Club with the Mater D Jason and as we're sitting there finalizing all the details Mike asked Jason you know has has anyone ever jumped into the lake at the end of the night (laughs) <laughs> and I look at him like, where is this coming from? And, oh, you knew where it was going. Oh, yeah, I did. And I, I knew what I was marrying. <laughs> and, uh, and Jason was like, well, not intentionally. Like, we've had people fall in on the rare occasion, but we've never had, like, a couple, at, like, intentionally jump into the lake. No. And Michael was like, uh, would we be allowed to do that? <laughs> And I'm, I'm, my head is down. I'm like, oh my God, no, 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 no. Why are we having this conversation? And Jason's like, would you be allowed to? You would be my hero, were his exact words. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> like, now we have to do it, obviously, because yeah, Jason's yeah. excited about it. And so I spent the next two days telling Michael, absolutely not. Like, I am not jumping into a lake in my wedding dress that, you know, is probably the most elegant thing I'll ever own. I was like, I'm not ruining my hair and makeup. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I said, you know, fine. If, if you find time to go to David's Bridal and buy me something, like, for under X amount off the rack that I can change into and jump in in, fine. And we never ended up doing that, but I did have, like, just a white, dress that I had worn to a shower or something like mm-hmm. that um yeah. and somewhere around our, our ceremony was at I think 5 30 and somewhere around 4 30 I had had a moment to myself none of the bridesmaids were around um everyone was outside taking pictures Mike and I did not do a first look so I was kind of just upstairs hidden away mm-hmm. and um I just had this moment by myself and I was reflecting on, you know, the big commitment we were about to make and how much work it takes to, to stay married to someone and to, to commit yourself to, to another person and how sometimes, you know, it's just not about you. And I was like, well, what better way to embody that commitment than doing the one thing that would make him so happy on his wedding day. And he just wanted to do it so badly and I had told him no for two straight days so he wouldn't get his hopes up. Um, but yeah, as, as I sat there thinking about, 
you know, everything we were about to start together, I thought, how many times have we jumped in a stinking lake? Like, what's the big deal? It's just water. And if it's going to make him that happy at the end of the night, then fine. I so I, it. so I called friends of ours that were still at the hotel, asked them to go get a key to my room and they picked up my dress. They grabbed a pair of jeans for Mike so he didn't have to ruin his suit and they brought them over and, um, I didn't tell Mike at all the whole night oh, and really? he had no idea. So it wasn't until, um, I guess after we were cutting the cake that mm-hmm. we had cut the cake and the, we had less than an hour left to the night. And I said to Mike, I have a surprise for you. <laughs> we're going in the lake. And he was so excited. And so even like telling you and being like, let people know we're mm-hmm. jumping in the lake. That was not planned. It just kind of happened in the moment. Like we're going to the lake. I guess we should let people know. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Was- so, so organic and so amazing. So he was excited when you told oh him? Oh, my gosh. He had no idea. He he had just thought that I completely was absolutely not going to do that. Um, but I, you know, I knew it would make him happy, and it was a small, small gesture. So It was um, a, the best kickoff it was to fun. an after party and the rest of your life. Yeah. I mean, that was really something else. What a way yeah. to really cap off the night. I loved it. And I'm sure your guests, I mean, this is something to rave about. I, I, I imagine it was probably pretty memorable, not something they'd seen at a wedding before. <laughs> now, uh, Julie, I've been to 2,500 weddings and I have <laughs> No one's jumped in the lake yet. <laughs> yeah. So tell Michael, you know, he gets the, he gets the grade for water jumping. He does get some kudos. <laughs> he, uh, he never ceases to disappoint. That's sure. Or no, that, that was backwards. He never ceases to amaze and surprise. That's for sure. <laughs> exactly. And another thing I wanted to touch upon uh, that I thought was so well done with your wedding was your wedding website, which I was just looking at today. Oh, thanks. And this, for all of the people listening to this show, this is something that is really worth doing for a thousand reasons. The wedding website has pictures of you, how you met, how he proposed, you know, that information that all of your guests love to know. But also on on their website, they had hotel information, transportation, where the after party was, where the farewell breakfast was, uh, pictures of people in the bridal party. So you really were involved. You felt like you were invited, not only invited to the wedding but you were involved you knew everything that was going on you had pictures of people that were there if you needed to know where anything was you click the map and it was just so easy to be involved so I love wedding websites I'm a big fan of them Uh, I'll be doing a podcast on them uh, soon as far as what to make sure you have in them and this was just just one of the best ones I had seen how did you make this website um, so it started with the the two and a half year engagement and all the weddings we had gone to. Anytime there was confusion, we'd be like, oh, let's make sure that goes on the website. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. what, t- what time is the shuttle coming? Oh, we should make sure we put that on our website. And they have awesome templates. So if you are not a design person, you can just snag something that is already made and plug in your own pictures and text, which is really nice too. Exactly. And and I'm glad you took notes all those years because you really yeah. had, like that was one of the websites that I've seen that, well, there's really nothing missing here. Everything yeah. that I would need to know as a guest, friend, family, it's all there. So Yeah, we, we tried to include everything people would need to know and mm-hmm. we tried to leave off stuff that people just wouldn't care about. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. But, I really did. 
Julia, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really do appreciate it. This was such a delight. Like I said, ever since I left your wedding, I said, I want to know all the details. Uh, What advice do you have for a bride that's planning her wedding with all of the things that you've learned? What would you say to a bride that just got engaged and is beginning her plans? What would you say? Uh, So I'd like to share some advice that I actually got from my best friend who got married two years ago. And I was having a conversation with her about um, just how overwhelming it can get sometimes because as you look up these vendors and you look up the flowers and you look up the food costs and da 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 da, like there's there's just so many decisions to be made and you can't have every single thing you want unless you're willing to, you know, have an unlimited budget, which I don't know anyone that does. Right. And she just gave me the best advice and told me to pick my top three priorities that I just don't want to compromise on because you know at the end of the day it is about getting married but you know it is a celebration and it's supposed to be a celebration that represents you as a couple and um, you know depending who's helping to make that celebration happen it, it there can be a lot of different dynamics at play as far as what all the different people want oh yeah and um she said you know just pick your top three if it's super important to you to have a live band at your wedding make that a top three priority and do not have a dj but you know if if you're just like not caring that much about what the cake looks like let it go and it just doesn't matter in the long run because it wasn't your top three priorities so basically her advice was focus on your top three, make sure you have those things exactly what you want them to be. And then the rest of it, let it fall into place. And however it ends up, it ends up and that's okay, because you got your top three. So for us, that was, you know, having a venue that we really felt was absolutely us. Um, Number two was having live music. We love having a band um, it's something we love to do together is go see live music. So that was a top three. Nice. We didn't want to compromise on that. So we put a lot of our budget into that. And then um, I would say number three was probably just making sure that we had the day captured and we knew that we'd be able to revisit these memories for a really long time through photography, videography. So, yeah. you know, we just, we really wanted those three. And then when it came to things like decor, you know, we we kind of rolled with it. We told our florist, like, eh, whatever you think is best, you know, and that and that took a lot of stress off of us because, you know, she and my mom were able to make a lot of those decisions without us having to worry about it. And we, we could just trust that our day was going to be what we wanted because mm-hmm. we had our top three. Yeah, and the table settings were beautiful. Oh, my gosh. And they, yeah, they absolutely filled it. It was gorgeous. Yeah, the whole room. And amazing. believe it or not, I had no idea, like, what that vision was going to come out to be. I had, I had a, yeah, I had a description on paper and I was like, yeah, sounds great. (laughs) But I really, I I don't know flowers. So I didn't really know what, what that was going to come out to be. And, and, you know, if you just trust the professionals, they, they do an incredible job. Right. And it wasn't your top three things. So it wasn't something you were going to get yourself wrapped up in. Exactly. And if you know, the things that are key and are important to you. And then exactly like you said, letting everything else fall into place. I mean, obviously paying attention to it, making sure it's done, but of course, um, letting it, there was a lot of communication around it, but you know, when it came down to someone saying, you know, if, if a family member had said, you know, well, it's really important to me that, you know, we have, 
this reading in the ceremony or whatever, Mm -hmm. it wasn't in my top three. So you know what? If that's going to make you happy, then let's do it. (laughs) Because, you know, I I have my top three and I'm happy. So it it really helped to take a lot of the pressure off and reduce a lot of the, the potential stress. And I think, too, it probably contributed to the overall happy, joyful vibe that was felt so much at that wedding everybody wanted to be there I mean it was just like everybody felt comfortable oh let's talk about your bridesmaid that ended up singing that was a oh my gosh now I didn't even know about that before that was a surprise for me oh really yeah I had no idea and when they first said she was going to sing they said she didn't need a microphone I said what they gotta put a microphone nobody will hear her without the microphone like she was ready to go in there and do it It awesome (laughs) I was like what's happening here I don't understand oh gosh it blew me away and she's singing and she had all the personality going on now Uh, what was the story behind that song tell everybody what the song was that blew me away um, so, I mean, quickly, basically, we we grew up, um, both of us doing the arts. So mm-hmm. she's always been a dancer, and I've always done musical theater. And we just never really crossed over into each other's genres. So she, like, I don't, I don't even know if she would even sing in the shower by herself. She just does not like singing in front of people at all. Wow. And I am a horrible dancer, so that is not my strong suit. <laughs> um, but anyway, we, we also grew up watching a ton of movies together and, you know, a lot of the old musicals we would watch. And there's this 1992 Disney film with Christian Bale in it called Newsies that huh. many have heard of. And if you have heard of it, you're probably a cult follower of it. And if you haven't, it's probably because it's a 1992 Disney film with Christian Bale. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so there, there's a song called um, King of New York from Newsies, um, which is actually now a, a Broadway musical as well. And she rewrote all the lyrics to King of New York Amazing. to be about our friendship and mine and Mike's relationship and basically just prefaced it with like, you know, there was this one year that Julia joined my dance studio and performed in front of all my family and friends. And, you know, I only thought it was fair that if she was willing to do that, I should be willing to do it. So I'm going to sing for you today. And oh my gosh, I'm so glad the photographer caught my face in that moment. I've like, my jaw was on the floor. I a was stunned that she was even going to do it because Amazing. it's so out of her comfort zone. And then on top of that, just, it was so good. Yes, <laughs> like, it was. Like, it was so good. And that you tell me that that's not something that she does regularly. That kind of blows me away. I mean, she's she on was stage so all the time, she was but it. not singing, you know? And so, oh gosh, I was just, the whole time, I just was so floored. And I think someone captured it and posted it to Facebook. And I think I watched it probably close to 25 times a day <laughs> for the following month. Like... I, I would wake up every morning and just watch it on loop while I was brushing my teeth and then watch it again oh, while I was funny. getting dressed. Like, oh, yeah. So she, I mean, but you know what? I think, I think a big part of that um, is just like such a testament to how lucky Michael and I are that we just have these people oh. in our lives who are just willing to, to show up and to, yeah. to show their love and to, to do anything that it takes to just make a moment special and make things magical and you yes, know my, Mike you and are. I are just so fortunate that we have family and friends that are like that 
Yeah, I'm nodding my head. You can't see me, but I'm like nodding and <laughs> nodding. I'm like, yes, you really are. Because I was present to really witness that love and joy there in your family and just everybody coming together. And like I said, it was just I needed to know what all, how, how did all this happen? What, what, what's going on here? This was just so spectacular. I, you know, the I think the only reason we had the incredible day that we did is because we just had such an awesome team. Yeah. You yep. know, especially being far away, we just had an awesome team. I mean, we had, like, my parents and my sister going to see bands. They they went to venues without us to either yay or nay them for us. Amazing. We had people on the back end stuffing boxes for the hotels and assembling invitations because, you know, we, we had to have them shipped there, and Mike and I couldn't be there to do it. And that just is really so many things yeah. in the back end that – you know, it, it never would have happened without that amazing village that we have. Yeah, very, very true. And yes, definitely lucky and a blessing. And I'm so, so glad that I was there to see all that because, you know, these are for you and your family. These are memories you have forever. And also for me too, you know, I have them too. And I, I get so delighted. And now everybody that's listening to the show gets to hear, wow, what an amazing wedding that was. So it just yeah. all goes full circle. Uh, Julia, thank you so much for your time today. I really do appreciate it. Uh, I love you guys. Please tell Michael that I said hello. I and will. your family as well, okay? Will do. Thank you so much for being on the show. Sure, thanks so much for having me. Oh, you're me. so welcome. Have a great day. You too. Thanks. Thank you for joining us today. And if you enjoy the show, please share it and hit subscribe. If you have any questions, never hesitate to message me. April Kelly at Make Your Wedding Amazing and MakeYourWeddingAmazing.com. Follow us on all social media and let me know if there's any hurdle you need help getting through. Or if you want to know how to make your wedding amazing, reach out to me anytime. Have an amazing day, everyone. See you next time. I know.